Hey, folks, this is Brian Blessing. Hope you're enjoying the Hockey Betting Podcast. We have a couple chuckles. Try to get you a lot of winners. Check out the hockeybettingpodcast.ca. We got a number of books that have joined up with us and have incredible sign-up offers for you to play hockey with that first deposit. Get on board. Go to the hockeybettingpodcast.ca. Click the link, sign up, jump in, have some fun with us. You're listening to the Hockey Betting Podcast with your hosts, Brian Blessing in Las Vegas and Cam Stewart in Toronto. This is the Hockey Betting Preview for Monday, April 19th, 2021. And now live from Las Vegas, your host of the Hockey Betting Podcast, Brian Blessing. All right, folks, brand new week, the Hockey Betting Podcast. Glad to be with you here. Check out the website, thehockeybettingpodcast.ca. And all the fine offerings that are there for you to jump in, sign up, and play along. Brian Blessing, Cam Stewart. My pal, how are you? How's the weekend? You good, Brian. You know, hit, hit, hit some winners in golf and uh, hockey. And, yeah, it was pretty good. I uh, won some money. Uh, so that's not bad. You know what I mean? It's just one of those things. Uh, my boy, uh, Vince, who you know, uh, Vodka Vince, by Zine Vince, he always says plus, plus days and plus weekends. That's what we're looking for. And uh, let's keep the train rolling this week. Uh, hockey's been crazy. We talk about it. The Leafs, they Vancouver. What I think the line went up over over four to one. Uh, this COVID variant. What happens? Uh, a lead. Vancouver comes back and wins. Big dogs are cashing in left, right, and center right now. Brian, as we oh. talked about, you got to be real careful too with uh, some of these teams. Who who knows what's going on? Especially teams that have clinched playoff spots. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah, everybody thought that game was the gift. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure it was. Well, well, well <laughs> but, but in hockey, it just speaks volumes. So you shouldn't be laying more than twenty five cents at a hockey game ever. Honestly, you know, there's just too many other things out there. You know, by the way, all year long, have we been surprised? And then to the point where it kept happening, where I didn't play it. I'm now, you know, full disclosure, I didn't play it, but it didn't shock me uh, to the degree that the Vancouver is able to win that game off the shelf. They're hockey players, man. Hockey players are a different animal. They are. And, uh, the thing that really surprised me, though, was how long they were off compared to the other teams and the variant of the COVID. Right? These guys didn't even want to play, and they no, still. No, they were sick. Oh. Those those guys were really, really sick. All right, exactly. Hats anyway, heads let's, let's let's roll. All right, hey, let's <laughs> roll right out of the gate with Great a, game. a monster game, and you know, we look at the Central Division, which is unbelievable. Keep throwing a blanket over Carolina, Florida, and Tampa Bay. Canes up by a point. Panthers in second, and the Lightning now in third and Carolina's in first with actually a game in hand on these guys, but the game tonight, Cameron, good stuff. Tampa Bay. Oh, how about this? Tampa Bay only. We've told you we've loved Carolina from day one. Tampa Bay is only 15 to 20 cents at home over Carolina total five and a half. Yeah. I, this is the thing. Uh, big win for Florida over the weekend. And uh, we were on that, Brian, it was like they were, they were due and, a lot of the times they play Tampa Bay a little bit snake bit, and I'm kind of looking at Carolina too. It's like Tampa Bay, so Stamkos, uh, he's out. Um, they still have a, a wicked team, and they're doing this without Kucherov, and their goaltending is fantastic. But this is kind of like when I look at Carolina, this is the game where you want to step and say, can you play with the big boys? We're not getting a lot. They're only like plus 105 uh, in this spot here, but I think Carolina can win this game, Brian. I don't know about the total. I would probably look under uh, in a playoff style uh, atmosphere with Carolina and Tampa Bay, even though when you tend to get these teams together, there are a lot of scoring chances. I kind of look at Carolina, you know, we're, we got to put our money where our mouth is with this team. It's a short price on Tampa Bay, but I kind of like the Canes. Well, that's cool. And two great teams, so much on the line to, to take one over the other with conviction. I can't do, but it's I hard. loved 
No, but listening to what you said, think about it. In our weekend podcast, we said that the Arizona-St. Louis game, right, that was a playoff game for Arizona. And if it's going to be like a playoff game, even though St. Louis had been scoring goals in bunches, said, you know what, you better consider the under the total. And that game ended up 3-2. Same same kind of scenario here. It's not like if one of them loses, they're toast. But it is like a playoff game, so I I would lean more towards the under. I'm with you. Let's go to Columbus in Florida. Uh, it's pretty apparent, man. Do you want to make the, the beeping sound of the forklift backing up to pick up the bus to drive yeah. away? <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Yeah, no, I, I'll tell you, I, Florida puck line, Florida parlays, Columbus, I think they're dead. I like what Florida did over the weekend. I had 220, that's not our style, Brian. You know, the well, way they're, you play. Good, they're good, but they're not. Honestly, though. They're not 220 over anybody. Oh, no, I agree with that, but I also don't have faith taking Columbus. Like, I look for a dog at the price, and can they play with Florida? Maybe. Uh, they're, they're done. Like, I have to say the Columbus Blue Jackets will not be making the playoffs. Florida can put a nail in their coffin. I like Florida, but I surely don't like the number. <laughs> that number's out of control, as you said in this game. Maybe the over, too. Five and a half. Columbus is actually opening it up a little bit recently with Lane. He's been uh, scored some goals. Five and a half seems low to me. I think Florida can get four or five themselves. All right. Then, listen, we talked about Detroit. Big dog at Dallas. Detroit had a three-game winning streak. That was snapped. But they're playing hard. They're competing. Iserman, culture, the whole nine yards. But here's the thing, Cam. I mean, we're dumb, but we're not stupid. This was simple math. Dallas got off to the slow. Couldn't get their season started. They're running around in a division where they had all these games in hand, and they look god-awful and they're a million miles out of it, well, they're coming back, and they still have games in hand. They have two in hand on the Blackhawks, three in hand on the Preds, and they're back within three points of Nashville. So here comes Dallas, bud. Oh, yeah, I know. And and it was just a function, too, of, you know, it's in all the divisions, pal, it's sometimes it's a function of, well, who are you racking up the points against? You know, And and, and now we're, we're getting to the point where it's starting to even out now. You're right. And another thing is a lot of these moves, The it's kind of like we talk about with a call-up, Brian. The first couple games, he's good. And then sometimes, you know what I mean, that adrenaline starts to wane a little bit. And I look that way with uh, Detroit. I had, uh, you know, me and my buddy were talking about it, And a lot of people were on Detroit as a public dog against Chicago over the weekend. The Blackhawks beat them four to nothing with Subban in the net. I think things continue with Dallas. I like the way they played. They dummied Columbus. They gave up the first goal, scored five unanswered in that game. And I think they'd keep the train rolling. Uh, you could find a dance partner or a puck line on this one. I like Dallas to win this game by two goals plus. And, uh, yeah, I think this team has turned the corner, and I agree. And Detroit's been great to me, Brian, but you got to know when to take the dog and not, and this is a dog I won't be playing. Dallas, please. You know what I will do, Cammy? It's a little two-game pop here for these two. It's the first of the two. Detroit's, you know, feeling their oats a little bit, having some fun, and Dallas is motivated. I don't think there's any clowning around here. First of the two games set, I think this is a game that's actually going to put on my dance card here. Detroit-Dallas over five and a half. Oh, I got no problem with that. Dallas has been explosive recently, too, and I think the books, you'll probably get plus money to the over, too, because people think Dallas win two-to-one games, but recently they've been finding their goal-scoring touch. I think Dallas can win this game. How about plus 20? Plus 20. Yeah, yeah. I like Dallas to win this game. The score I'm seeing, 4-2, 5-2, that type of game. So, yeah, I like Dallas and the over. All right, kiddo. Here we go. Chicago-Nashville. Oh, man. Nashville's a dollar forty. Uh, the total is five and a half to the under. But you talk about maybe a defining 
dealio here. We're telling you that um, Dallas is coming from out of the clouds. But for these two teams, Chicago, well, not both of them. It's a three-game set. This, these are, this is like a mini playoff series this week, three in a row. Yeah, we'll see. Um, Nashville, it seems like a short price, Brian. Something's telling me Chicago. I like the way they played in that game, the last game. Nashville played Carolina tough and lost. This is very tough. I want to take the dog right here. What do you think about the total? First of a three-game set, I think they kind of get after it a little bit, and then, but then whoever loses the first game is going to really pack it in. If, if a game in this series is going over, it's this game. Yeah, I, I would tend to think the other games might go under because you, you can't be making stupid mistakes. It could cost you a playoff spot. These are huge games. I like what I saw from Chicago that last game against Detroit. They actually played a perfect team game. Nashville's been great for a long period of time. Can they keep it up? I'm looking at the dog, but I'm going to have to pass in this game. Actually, I can't even take the total, Brian. I don't know what's going to happen. I could see oh, a two to one game or, yeah. or or a four to three game. I, I'm going to pass. Yeah, no, I'm, it's not on the card. Uh, this one, I think, is Minnesota and Arizona. Minnesota again, a dollar fifty on the road. I think is a tad on the salty side. First of a two game set. This one is on my card. I like this one over uh, the five and a half. Now I got to give Arizona. A little bit of credit here. I mean, they, they literally, and they, you know, I, I will tell you, I, I did it over the weekend. Only I'm like, you know, if I'm not, I'm going to sit there and say this stuff and not take my own advice. Uh, and and St. Louis lost the game. Had St. Louis won that game against Arizona, it would have happened already. But if St. Louis goes on this little mini mini run here, and they're playing all monsters. And in Arizona, the rest of the way has a lot of San Jose, Anaheim, and L.A. But St. Louis is fifty-five to one, and I'm like, it's if if they get in, they're dangerous. Uh, I like this game over. I know, do Arizona, too. Arizona circled the wagons though in a game they had to win barely though three-two. Yeah, they were down two to nothing, and they just absolutely pummeled them for the last two periods in that game. As for this game, Brian, take a look at the records. Minnesota owns Arizona. I don't know what it is. Arizona can't beat these guys. I really want to take Arizona as a dog and the over, getting getting 25 cents, 30 cents at home. I just can't pull the trigger. I'm going to take a page out of your book and just mess with the total. Um, but if you look at Arizona, Minnesota has absolutely killed them this year. Like, they, Arizona cannot beat Minnesota for any reason. I know desperate team doesn't mean they're going to win. Just give me goals in this game. I think we can get over six. Five and a half the total. Seriously? I know Calgary... I want to take Ottawa here, almost in like Come a fade on, the man. public play, <laughs> don't you? <laughs> like, Calgary's hot. We've been riding them, but you got to get off the bus at this price. Like, come on. Come on. Well, they need the game, but. So? I, but are they, they're not 220. No. Over, over, no. You know, Ottawa, Ottawa every night competes and tries hard and some good, some bad. But, I mean, I, I'm not laying 220. Calgary. No. No. I, and I'll, I'll tell you what I like in this game, maybe the under. Every time these teams get together, like people are taking overs. This is a game you look at the under. Calgary can't do anything stupid in this game. I think Ottawa might want to like play defensive. I, I'm telling you, like it's a six. People think there's just going to be automatic goals in this game. I, I'm not too sure about that. I'd look at Ottawa plus one and a half. You'll probably get a nice price. They might be just the hugest dog on. They're the biggest dog on almost on the board, other than the final game, Brian. But I'll tell you, I'm not laying it down with Calgary. Uh, I'm gonna have to. I'll pass, but I'm looking at Ottawa plus one and a half under six. That's what I'm looking at. By the way, the North Division, we're we're basically settled into 
who the top four are with this one caveat. Here it is, the defining moment for Montreal. Cameron, take a look at this there, starting a three-game set. Well, some of these things are they, they, they got a bunch of canceled games, but they got a long road trip here. They're, they got I don't know what to do with Montreal. I got to be honest with you. They are such in and outers. And then to come up and so thoroughly spit the bit in their last game against the Senators. I mean, I like Edmonton. <laughs> I don't believe I, in Montreal. I don't know what's yeah. Montreal's just bleh. especially if Smith starts. I'll take a look if Koskinen starts. I might take a look. That totals five and a half. We'll get the goaltender information, but I like Edmonton. I don't. I don't believe in Montreal. They should have. They barely beat Calgary in that game. They've been. They're just. They're not a very good hockey team. I thought they were a lot better than they were. They're not that good. Edmonton, on the other hand, is a better team. It's a short price because Montreal needs to win. I kind of like Edmonton. Don't love it though. All right, I'm looking at the goalie information. Listen, and I know information's hard to come by. Uh, and we do. I look. You've got some places. I'm looking at this goaliepost.com. Unless I'm completely missing something. First of all, Vegas owns San Jose, but Vegas played yesterday afternoon, and they're flying home to play tonight. And Flurry played yesterday, and they're listing Flurry as the goalie. I mean, why? Why would it? Why would it, with an ounce of common sense? Why would DeBoer play Flurry in back-to-back days when you got Leonard and you're already in the middle of a rotation? It's got to be Leonard tonight, mm-hmm. and he's been. He, has he not been the better goalie recently, in your opinion? Yes. Has yeah, yes. yeah. I mean, Here's Fleury, the thing. Fleury, Fleury played. He, he let a soft. If Vegas is too. motivated in this game, they'll kill San Jose. San Jose is awful. Like, you saw what happened uh, over the weekend. These guys are like Minnesota, just embarrass them. These guys are done. Like, they had an opportunity. They I don't know if they totally packed it in, but it's embarrassing. What San Jose's done in that series against Anaheim took them out of the playoffs. It was a gutless performance. I'm watching this team. They don't know who's in net. The coroner, Jones, it doesn't matter. They suck. The total six. Vegas might get seven goals themselves in this game. Yeah, the they, one, yeah no, I'm on, I'm on board with that. The one thing I would say about San Jose, if they run for the bus, that even though, and you need team, both teams to be good for like a bitter rivalry, but these two teams hate each other. You know, that's true. The they really do. And, and there's usually a bite to the games. Now, it's usually Reeves and Kane. Reeves on LTIR, so he's not there. Vegas has been like a machine here in transition since the trade deadline. Yeah, if anything, it's over. Vegas puck line over. I think they murder them. All right, buddy. Let's go. Let's check it out. Tuesday, we get a rematch. Carolina, Tampa Bay. Obviously, we, a lot of these are rematches on Tuesday, Pally. Carolina, yeah. Tampa. Columbus, Florida. So, you know, we kind of told you what we thought about that. Rangers and Islanders. Islanders minus a dollar thirty. And give me, the, the, give, give me the Rangers. It's pretty simple. They this are playing games like the Islanders. I watched playing, that game against Philadelphia. The Islanders are a mess. They've been, they've been regressing. Like what happened after that trade? The trade These deadline got, hurt them. Oh God! It did it ever. They were they 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 were playing great hockey. These guys can't score. Philadelphia no. should have beat the Islanders. I, I I got lucky in that game. I had the Islanders in a parlay. I had no business winning that game. I'm going to be honest with you. The Islanders won one to nothing in overtime. They got dominated. You're going to, you're going to give me the Rangers as a plus one ten dog in this game. The hot the, the hot team. They're they're playing better hockey. Give me the Rangers. It's done. Boy, the the one team camp. The Rangers are the one when. At the end, when we review this, if they oh, they got if, if they and likely will fall short, is basically 
they're in the division with Washington, the Islanders, the Penguins, yep. and the Flyers and the Devils. So what happens? They plop Boston and Buffalo into their division. So Boston plops in and costs him a playoff berth, and yep. Panarin's absence was the difference. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, so you have a story from the Russian government. The guy has to miss nine games to defend himself, and players are saying nothing happened in a club how many years ago when he was in the KHL. I think it's a bunch of BS, and I'm not going to defend the Rangers um, like you know ever, right? I'm not like, but you know what? I am. I want to be their defense attorney because I think we have a great case. It doesn't take Lionel Hutz on the Simpsons to win this one. These guys got <laughs> screwed. <laughs> Does this hey, look know, like a man who had all he can eat? Homer said they bring uh, in like five five bags full of shrimp shells at the well seafood done. restaurant. <laughs> hey, you know what? Here's the here's the unfortunate thing for the Rangers. I thought because remember we were saying they're chasing the Bruins. And they've got the last two games of the year against Boston. So they have to stay within four. Yeah, they do. Right. But I'm sitting here going, you know, catching Pittsburgh may actually be a better opportunity for them. And I'm sitting here looking. They don't play Pittsburgh. They don't get a head-to-head shot against them. But the oh. Rangers, here's the Rangers' schedule, bud. The Islanders, two with the Flyers, two with the Sabres, two more with the Islanders, two with the Caps, and the last two against Boston who maybe by that point's already, well, they can, I mean, I'm, I'm talking in terms of catching Pittsburgh. If Pittsburgh comes flailing back at them, that could be a wild last weekend. I, I don't know. I mean, because Pittsburgh's kind of odd to me. Is it weird, though? Pittsburgh, yeah. So they're not doing any favors to them. They get New Jersey as, as a $3 favorite, right, when the Rangers have to play the Islanders. So, but, the, but and, and to Buffalo's credit, Buffalo split with them. Love beat, Buffalo. Beat them, on, beat them on Sunday. I know. I, I, do you, do you take a honestly? Do you take a mini swing? The, the Devils. Jersey? What are they doing here? Oh, they're hideous. They are. They're so bad. No, you You take the over yeah, because these guys it. are scoring. They got Heischer back, and I saw that game against the. I'll give them credit. They were down to the Rangers. What was it? Three nothing. They tied it three three. They end up losing five three. The Devils can't keep the puck out. They're scoring over, and I hate to say it, Pittsburgh's probably going to murder them, but. I don't like 295. All right. The so then we get what? Detroit Anaheim, Dallas, LA. Well, Detroit That's... Dallas a rematch. Listen, yeah. Anaheim LA watched Anaheim over the weekend. Now, Vegas is playing very well, but I will say this to you. I think Anaheim post trade deadline, I I think they they packed it in, you know, who's going to go or any of these guys going to go, whoever's there now, they ended up staying. They didn't create hardly any chances against Vegas. And and the one thing about McClellan in L.A., these guys are competing. I, I do watch the Kings. I mean, if you're asking me which team's competing harder, L.A. or Anaheim, and if 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 it's um if it's Cal Peterson, I'm all about L.A. because Quick's been struggling, but he's due to get back in there in one of these games. I like L.A., but no, Anaheim had a good. They had a good run against San Jose, and they just ran into a good Vegas team. So I'm not really sure, Brian. Like I still think Comtois and a couple of these other guys are he's really trying. playing hard for them. Right, like, yeah, you're right though. L.A. at home, only a buck thirty-five. Yeah, that's the play. Give me the Kings. You're right. Boston and Buffalo. 
how about Buffalo again? I'm going to ride these guys all the way till the end of the season. I took them on the Brian. You would have been proud of me. Money line, not just puck line against Pittsburgh. They went four to two. Your boy Middlestat looks on fire. We're going to be doing a commercial, me and you, for Buffalo for the Buffalo Sabers, like the, like the refund. It's almost like we're getting our, our our government checks back for all the money that we took during. Uh, it's like we weren't working, and <laughs> Buffalo is just paying us now. Keep on paying us at plus two fifteen, plus two forty. I'll tell you something. They could beat Boston. Last time Boston played them, what was it? A shootout? It's Buffalo or nothing for me. I'm not laying two sixty five with. Boston. And how about the Tokarski kid playing? I like Tokarski. It, it, but but here's the thing, and we talked about this. Guys like Taylor Hall was going to be playing for a contract, right? Well, Donnie Granato, I think he's already made the coach to, made the case to be the coach for the Sabres. Oh, he gets the Brian. We take him out to dinner and we sign the contract. He has oh, got yeah. after, after two years. Mm-hmm. You're sitting there going, okay, guys, you were ready to give up on Middlestat and Thompson are playing really good, and down the middle, you're sitting there as horrible as this has been. If Eichel comes back healthy down the middle, down the middle you're looking at, you know Eichel, Middlestat, and Dylan Cousins. I got news already. I think he's the best player on the team as a rookie. I mean, well, Dylan Cousins is really good. He plays a game like Mark Stone. You know any? You know more about Buffalo than anybody. And this is to our point. Kruger did a bad job. He didn't play Lord. the young. He didn't play the young players, and we said he sucked. And obviously, well, like I don't want to say the guy's a bad guy, but he's a bad coach because he couldn't figure this stuff out. Granado's there. What's happening? Buffalo's winning games. All the time. Uh, you know, one one thing, I'll, and then ended on this. But you know, you know what the big thing was with that with the coaching change. They realized they this guy Granado, and they've got a uh, oh, oh this guy's escaping my name. Um, the defensive guy that's helping out. They fired Steve Smith. Rasmus Dahlin was a disaster. And now he is playing like the first overall pick in the draft. He's playing with confidence. He gets out of the the defensive style that that Kruger was playing. You know, the beginning of Darlene's career was getting his face smashed into the glass. Now he <laughs> now he's skating it out of the zone, and with Yoki Haru in that pair, they're an over team camp. I will tell you, I mean, they're, they, I mean, not you know, they put up four uh, again on Sunday. Yeah, I've been taking Buffalo in the over, and it's been a good recipe. As for Boston, if they take the Buffalo lightly, they're going to lose this game. Remember last time Taylor Hall's first game was against Buffalo? They were so lucky, Boston. They won in a shootout, and that usually doesn't happen. Usually, you know, when it hits a shootout, that the dog team, I find, sometimes can steal it. Boston got lucky. They better bring their A game, or else Buffalo's going to win. So I'll look to the over, and I'll look to the dog. All right, uh, and Toronto-Vancouver, I will say this. If Toronto can't beat Vancouver after that COVID uh uh, breakdown. The they should be <laughs> they should be eliminated. They should take a couple nights off. That was a pathetic performance by the Leafs. Vancouver hasn't played since March 26. They're going to come back guns a blazing. I would probably take them on the puck line in this game. They they're going to murder Vancouver. All right. Hey, I just you know I was, I was looking while you said it. the last thing, and I, just because we're pretty good reading between the lines and the tea leaves and that crap. Um, back to Buffalo, Boston for one second. If you're Granado and these guys have run for the bus. And now they're playing good again, and these kids are all, you know, getting a breath of fresh air and playing their game. If you're not him, they still have five games left with Boston. If you're Granado saying, look, we know what the season's all about. Guys, here's our playoffs. We yeah. play Boston five times. Let's go four and one against Boston. Or let's or let, let's win that series against they're gonna make that like that's their playoff series. I, and I know yeah. he's gonna do it. I know he's gonna do that. Mm-hmm. I agree. And uh, 
Why wouldn't you take Buffalo right now? This is the thing that you learn. It's just like some games are in and outers, but not Buffalo. Like they've turned the corner and we talked about it versus Philadelphia. Everything changed. They should have won both of those games there. They've been fantastic since. Doesn't matter to Tukarski, Allmark, the, the whole team. You talk about Middlestat was an afterthought. The guy's actually a stud right now. Darlene looks fantastic. The whole team's playing with confidence. And you know but, what? They like being spoilers. I, and I, that's what you I, do. I just I thank you for the two minutes because it's been the throwaway the whole year. But it, it, to talk about something that they're actually watchable again. But there, there was one, one moment, it's something you build on. They lost the game. They lost to Pittsburgh Saturday. I swear you build on moments like that, and then they come back and beat them Sunday. They pulled the goalie. Middlestat won four faceoffs in a row. Clean as a whistle, back to the point, with the goalie pulled. Oh, by the way, he won the draw against Crosby all four times. Yeah, exactly. Like The guy's playing great hockey. and I don't know what it was, and sometimes you have a coach, and I'm not saying Kruger's a bad guy, as I mentioned before, but they didn't play. The system wasn't right. They tuned him out. There was, there, there was a problem. Sometimes just little changes, that's all you need in this game, and it's working for these guys, and they like each other. They're playing for each other. As for Wednesday, not much all, to tell you. It's all rematches, but I'll tell you one thing. Just keep an eye on the Nashville-Chicago game because – I, I'm with you, Brian. If one of them is a high-scoring affair, I'm definitely going to come back under because I understand teams and the points. Minnesota and Arizona, this is Arizona season two. If they can find a way to get it done, they're going to be on fire. Um, I don't know what, what Pegasus might have, like, one bad night off against San Jose, but I, as I said, I hate San Jose. Uh, they've been pathetic, and they're just getting rolled by everybody right now, so I, I, I wouldn't even come back to the under. I just look. You know what the, this game, this series is, Brian? And there's hate there too. You know, there's going to be bad major penalty stick work, a lot of power plays, and that and for both teams. So I would look at the over in all these games in Montreal, Edmonton. Uh, I guess we can see what happens in the first, and we'll we'll assess moving forward. But I don't well, believe. It. All right, let me throw you this on Wednesday, and this is where we shall put a lid on it. Nashville, Chicago, Minnesota, Arizona games that matter. Mm-hmm. Jose's toast. Montreal is squirrely to me, the Montreal-Edmonton thing. Uh, the game much more important to Montreal. But specific to the Nashville-Chicago game, the Minnesota-Arizona game, would you be inclined to take the team that lost the first game? Yes, I would be. I would be. But I'm going to tell you one thing. If Minnesota beats Arizona again convincingly, I don't know if I can come back to um, Arizona it's like what you said with Minnesota and Vegas. Minnesota owns Arizona. I don't know why. I've watched all their like their games. It doesn't matter where. It, like Minnesota, it's just something. Arizona can't handle these guys. It's it's really weird, Brian. So if they find a way, I'll be very impressed because they own them. All right, and we'll get to Thursday, Thursday. But here's the thing. I'll just throw this out to mark this down. At this time of year, other than it's a problem, St. Louis has had like four days to rest and practice and to make the push when they play nothing but Colorado, Minnesota, and Vegas. And it's Colorado, St. Louis on Thursday. But again, I'm telling you, I do believe in spite of who they've got to play, St. Louis has shown a lot of fight to me. I do not think they're done. I really don't. Remember the last time they played Colorado too? Colorado might have won that game, but St. Louis threw everything at them. Colorado was lucky, actually. St. Louis has played good. And I got to be honest with you, though, very disappointing St. Louis. They had a 2 nothing lead against Arizona and, and threw it away. That they would have won that game. No, it's, honestly, you can't do that stuff, guys. Like St. Louis, if you want to be in this thing, that's a game you got to win. 
We'll see how they react against Colorado. I'll probably be betting them. And if they get smoked in that game, you could stick a fork at them. All right, man. Good stuff. The, the hockeybettingpodcast.ca is the website. Check out all the links and the offerings. Oh, the boys, uh, I was on with the Inside the Line guys on TSN on Sunday. Oh, on, on, sport, on the Fan 590. Yeah. And, yeah, and, yeah. and mentioned you and two of the three guys said, I love Cam. And <laughs> the then, other guy probably hates I think, him. I don't know. I, I, think, I think the other guy went out in the went outside in the middle of a stay-at-home <laughs> lockdown. Look, no, it's good. I know a couple you, you, of those you, guys. No, Billy, my buddy Billy the doorman called me. He's like, uh, yeah, I call him the fan 590. Because he's always like saying, get get me on the show and get me back because I used to work for the company. So I go, Billy, just relax. It's fine. I'm, I'm happy where I am uh, working for these guys and stuff and doing shows with Blessing. He goes, I don't need you to say anything. Blessing was on there. And now, man, he really pumped your tires. So I say, thank you, Brian. I appreciate that, buddy. <laughs> well, <laughs> hey, and they're going, with, honestly, because I called you Saturday night. Just to see how you were doing. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, it's yeah, yeah. It's, and, no, nice talk. And, and those, but those guys are, those guys are going through what you, what you guys are going through up there. It's pretty rugged, man. It I is. Mean, I, honestly, I mean, I golfed yesterday. You know, sorry, I'm not, I'm not rubbing it. No, but, but when I, I'm listening to the stuff that that's, it's like you've thrown this thing backwards a full year. Yeah, it's like outside, fresh air, exercise, golf, sanity. I like what, what yeah, golf closes a gar- and close one golf that you could, uh, yeah, like, exactly. Who closes a golf course when that's the one thing you could do anyway? I don't want to get into it. This is not a political show, but I no, will say, no, I, I, I will say this: I'm voting for. Uh, I'll make sure when I go and vote next year, it's not for these idiots that uh, handle this situation. But I just want you to be happy. Yeah, no, I'm doing good, Brian. It was a nice conversation. I know uh, Rhonda gave you a call afterwards. We hit the hockey, and it, what we said was true. We we took. Um, you, those early games on Saturday, Sunday. See that Boston Washington game over. It turns into a circus. I don't know what, why those the matinee games. Like yeah, I smashed that game. Buddy. The afternoon games. We've been seeing that for years. I know it was great. The, the matinee really good, games are nuts. All right, good weekend, buddy. buddy have a good week. Uh, we'll be back with. We'll reconvene here and uh, get you ready for the weekend and the, the back end well, of the week. I'll be talking to you in a couple of days, Brian. We got other shows to do, pal. So oh no no. <laughs> on this platform, that's I mean, but whatever. We'll yeah. be back with you Thursday. So you got you, it. Go ahead, there, uh, Mel Blank. Put a lid on it, Sparky. Hey, folks, this is Brian Blessing. Hope you're enjoying the Hockey Betting Podcast. We have a couple chuckles. Try to get you a lot of winners. Hey, we hope you like what you're hearing, and if you do, hit the subscribe button and give us a review. Give us a rating. Most importantly, enjoy the hockey and keep coming back to the Hockey Betting Podcast. The handicapping and sports odds information contained on this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Please confirm the wagering regulations in your jurisdiction as they vary from state to state, province to province, and country to country. Using this information to contravene any law or statute is prohibited. The podcast is not associated with, nor is it endorsed by any professional or collegiate league, association, or team. This podcast does not target and is not intended for an audience under the age of 18. If you think that you have a gambling addiction, stop this podcast now and please seek help. Gambling and betting on sports is a form of entertainment and should be about having a good time. But when done excessively, it may negatively affect other areas of a person's life, such as their physical and mental health, school or work performance, finances, and or interpersonal relationships. At the Hockey Betting Podcast, we're concerned about the addiction that gambling may cause, and for this reason. 
we encourage everyone to practice responsible gambling, an approach to gambling that helps you ensure that it remains an enjoyable activity. Here are the main principles of responsible gambling. Don't think of gambling as a way to make money. Always gamble with money that you can afford to lose. Set limits and stick to them. Never chase losses. Don't gamble when you're depressed or upset and create a healthy balance. Always be aware of how much time you spend gambling or thinking about gambling. And do not allow gambling to cause you to miss out on time with family and friends or time spent on other activities you enjoy. By following these guidelines, gambling can be a good time and great entertainment. If you feel at any time that your gambling is taking away from important areas of your life, is causing you stress or depression, or is leading to financial losses that are beyond your control, please reach out for help. Learn more at ResponsibleGambling.org.